All right, everybody, welcome to episode number 101 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Chris, look at us. We're back within a week of recording episode number 100. How does that make you feel? Disinterested. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it uh, it, it it is pretty funny that we actually decided to get our shit together after the 100th because you know every, every once in a while i feel like when we do these we start getting into it again and then uh you know we start you know we start banging out a bunch of episodes so hopefully that'll that'll carry us for another couple of weeks yeah you're right and uh i'm feeling a little more energized chris because tonight we have a listener request that's right bud uh albeit from a friend of mine my friend meredith had requested this topic a topic which I must admit, I knew absolutely nothing about. And we were discussing last week's case, uh, The Watcher, and she's from New Jersey, so she hit me up with this idea and asked me if I had known anything about it, which, uh, of course, I hadn't. And, uh, Chris, judging by the name alone, I was completely intrigued. Tonight, we are discussing what some would refer to as an urban legend, we don't know we're going to get to that. But nonetheless, we are here to discuss the Pig Lady of Hillsborough Township, New Jersey. <laughs> now, bud, as the name implies, we are discussing someone or something that seems to have taken on the form of what some would call a half pig and half woman. Now, if you're looking into the history of of this legend and we'll call it a legend for right now because it's very difficult to believe that this can actually be real but you're going to hear a couple eyewitness accounts including one from uh, Meredith herself uh, about something that took place on uh, the property in which the pig lady lived once we get into the history we're going to see that there's quite a few stories as to who and what the pig lady actually is. Now, Chris, can you give us a quick little synopsis of where the old pig lady lives? I know it's referred to as Pig Lady Road, <laughs> but I don't think that's the technical term, is it? Oh, yes, it's been adopted by the state. It's Pig Lady RD. No, but to be uh, more serious, it's actually called Roycefield Road. And Roycefield Road runs through a majority of it anyway runs through this area called uh, duke farms uh, which actually speaks to a little bit of the history of hillsborough it is home to duke gardens and the duke farms which is a massive 2700 acre estate and it was uh actually owned by the tobacco and electric energy tycoon james buck duke um and then it was passed down to doris duke now this is like crazy old money it runs south until you get to valley road and uh bill if you uh you want yourself a labradoodle there's a place called cream puff labradoodles you should check out. <laughs> uh, I, I think i'll avoid oh, that at all costs chris but thank you anyway <laughs> but yes yeah, so it's uh it's it seems to be a scenic scenic road i would say Lest we forget, Chris, New Jersey is filled with farmland, and that's exactly what this area kind of is, especially 
the aforementioned Roycefield Road, a.k.a. Pig Lady Road. It seems, as legend has it, that old pig lady here was born on, you guessed it, a pig farm. Oh, okay. Now, in, yeah, it's, it's all starting to come together, isn't it? That's about as normal as this story gets, Chris. Because as I said, there's a lot of different theories as to who or what the pig lady is. Let's go back a little bit, Chris, to the early 1900s in Hillsborough County. That is when this small little child was born on this pig farm. Now, we don't have a name just yet, but uh, this is how the story goes. This small child was born on a pig farm to a loving mother and father. I'm joking, Chris. No, they were horrible parents because apparently this child was born with some kind of birth defect and was said to be, and I quote here, grossly deformed. So much so that it sent her parents, particularly her father, into a tizzy where he did not want this child to even be remotely associated with him. She was so grotesque. You disgust. That he had no other option, Chris, but to get one of the little pigs on the farm, cut its head off, skin it, and then place the face of the pig onto the baby itself. In turn, making this little child the future pig lady of Hillsborough Township. In this case, I mean, we're talking the early 1900s on a pig farm in New Jersey. And, I mean, like I said, there's a bunch of different stories as to who she actually is. All in all, it sounds uh, pretty much like an urban legend to me. But, honestly, you never know. I mean, we're talking uh, 125 years ago, so who knows what the mindset of these people were. So just judging by this short synopsis we've heard of this story, Chris, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that, that is nothing more than an urban legend and... Uh, Pretty much bullshit that the dad cut off a pig's face and put it on a child itself. What says you? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you think you're doing? This is all out of order. You're not supposed to uh, comment on anything until end of the show. <laughs> you're correct, Chris. Oh, I, 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 stand, I stand corrected here. All right, let's keep going. Let's withhold judgment for right now. Okay, so we got the one story with the dad cutting off the pig face and him slapping it on the, the child. And then she lives the rest of her days out as the pig lady. Now, there's another story that's somewhat similar to that. And it follows along the same lines of this child being grossly deformed at birth. As the story goes, she had the facial features of a pig. Not wearing a mask, but just born with the facial features of a pig. I guess an upward nose, maybe some pointy ears. <laughs> Hopefully no tail, Chris. But uh, th- mean, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm guessing. And There, there is, though. There, there, I mean, I'm not going to say like they look like an, an actual pig, but... No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I'm just saying sometimes people have those features where you... If, you know, you ever play that game where, hey, like if that person were to ever be an animal, what would they be? And sometimes, uh, you're a pig. Damn! <laughs> oh, man. No, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I see, I understand what you're saying, and, and uh, I, I get that. But, uh, you know, I, I do notice that, especially when somebody looks like a rat. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you know they got the high oh. cheekbones, the high cheekbones, the pointy the little nose, nose the, the beady eyes. Yeah, I mean, look, we're, maybe we're not that far removed than, than we think. <laughs> I mean, my God, I'm not winning any modeling contest myself, so I, I think I better shut up. <laughs> but a- a- anyway, Chris, please let's get back to the story. Enough about you. So anyway, this pig, this little girl who resembled a pig, 
She lived a life of seclusion because uh, I guess she had attempted to go to school or whatnot, but she was teased endlessly because we all know little kids can be f So with all this teasing, uh, poor little pig girl here basically stopped going to school and stayed on the family farm. As time rolled on, our little pig child or piglet turned into a pig lady and she still resided on this farm. And I'm assuming at this point her parents had passed away and uh, unless uh, she had gotten someone to marry her, which it does not seem uh, that that is the case here. Uh, it seems like she lived a life of seclusion by herself on this farm. Well, anyway, it seems that there's a story in which two young boys were walking past this place and I don't know what the hell they were doing because this place is quite secluded on uh, a dirt road. But nonetheless, uh, as the story goes, they were walking past her house and uh, they noticed her and started mocking her. They came up with this idea to come back later that evening with a pig's head and leave it on her step. And apparently, Chris, that's what they did. But there's a little caveat here. Do you want to hear what it is? Do I have a choice? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> After wandering down Pig Lady Road to drop off the head, those two boys were never seen nor heard from again. I'm sorry, again? <laughs> That's right, Chris. They were never seen nor heard from again. I mean, talk about sending a message to the rest of the townsfolk who might have thought about messing with the old pig lady here. <laughs> Two kids go in with a pig head, none come out. That's one way to stop getting called the pig lady, Chris. And you know what they say, pigs will eat anything that's in their trough. Pigs are uh, notorious for disposing of any evidence, and by evidence I mean uh, the body. Well, <laughs> I'm going to assume if this is real, that's uh, where the uh, boys ended up. Maybe she feasted on them herself. I mean, she is part pig after all. So now, Chris, we're going down a couple of different avenues as to who the pig lady is. Both seem a bit far-fetched, if you ask me. Uh, but there is one that, at least in my opinion, seems to be very much steeped in reality. Am I right Piggy boy. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> Chris, please, what do you got for us? Okay, so um, one of the cases that has the pig lady written all over it <laughs> is the Hall Mills murders. This took place back in 1922 in Somerset County, which, of course, is where Hillsborough resides. Um, and the bodies of a local preacher and a married choir singer who were having a little too much fun beneath the old crabapple tree. <laughs> I mean, now this is scandalous. I mean, this is scandalous for today's society, Chris. Never mind back in the 1920s. Yes. I, oh, my God. Absolutely. That, I, I mean, probably highly more frowned upon than even. Especially under an old crabapple tree. <laughs> I mean... Once you get somebody under an old crabapple tree... <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> well, what happens under the crabapple tree stays under the old crabapple tree. <laughs> well, in this case, uh, yes, they did. <laughs> uh, uh, terrible. But aside from all that uh, stupid jokes, 
The Reverend Edward Wheeler Hall, who was 41, and Mrs. Eleanor Reinhardt Mills, 34, were both shot dead in the head. And then they were carefully laid out side by side with the minister's dead hand placed gently beneath the choir singer's shoulder and neck. And all around their bodies were a bunch of what appeared to be love notes that were written by both. Then, of course, rumors began to go around as to how these two were killed. Well, uh, Chris, allow me just to interject for a second. I mean, if we're talking about a scandalous affair, it's one thing that the bodies were found murdered, but now you throw the love letters scattered around about the body. This sounds like a, a crime of passion, revenge by uh, a jilted lover of some sort. Absolutely. You would assume that uh, somebody was a little bit upset uh, about these two having a little fun under the old crab apple tree <laughs> and uh, it took, like you said, vengeance out on them. But... Perhaps it was something else. Something smells a little off here. And, uh, <laughs> like a pigsty? <laughs> well, uh, interesting that you say that because uh, apparently the person who claimed to witness this crime take place was a woman by the name of Jane Gibson. And uh, you guessed it. She was a pig farmer. She lives at the end of DeRussey's Lane, where both the bodies were found. She ends up telling the investigators that she had been riding out on her mule, and that night she caught the thieves in the act of terrorizing her farm. So she goes on to, uh, I guess, describe these assailants, and uh, of course nothing was ever found, but she ends up becoming dubbed the pig woman in the press. Now, there's definitely a stigma attached to pig farming. If you say farmer, that's a job with tons of integrity, but you throw the word pig in front of it, and then all of a sudden you kind of open yourself up to uh, <laughs> jokes and whatnot, Chris. Now look, look at this poor lady, becoming a pig lady. Well, like you had mentioned before, nobody should be messing around with anybody who owns pigs. If anybody has watched the movie Hannibal, you would know that pigs can be easily trained, once starved, to devour human flesh Quite quickly. Yes, a pig is something you definitely don't want to mess with. And <laughs> you can uh, put that down tenfold for a pig woman, Chris. But uh, let, let's just go back to this Hall Mills murder case for a second. We should know that Jane Gibson, the, the pig farmer, she was actually dying of cancer as the trial was going on. And dude, get this. They actually rolled her into the court for testimony to be there in a hospital bed. Oh, shit. Yeah, I can see the picture here. Yeah, and they're, they're, <laughs> she, she's laying there, looks nearly dead in this bed. You got people surrounding her to the left, to the right, on top of her. I mean, there are reporters in suits. I mean, I'm assuming those are lawyers to her left and to her right. I mean, but this is just an absolute travesty, man. This is, looks crazy to, to bring this poor sick lady in to a courtroom like this. Not to mention, too, that I, I guess they're just going off of her accounts because they've got nothing else to work with, but she could be full shit, too. Wow, because she's a pig lady, Chris? That's, that's just not cool. <laughs> but uh, it's funny you say that because she was indeed known to be as you say, Chris, full of shit by quite a few people that knew her, and one being her mother. 
her mom actually said that she is indeed lying about this. And she's been a known liar throughout her entire life. Now, that's coming from your own mother, Chris. So, uh, I don't think that this pig lady has a hoof to stand on. Oh, 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 oh no, no, no. <laughs> so, I mean, if uh, we're, we're looking at this, and, and we're going to get into what we think, but let's keep this on a back burner for right now, because we do have Jane Gibson, the pig farmer, who lived nearby, pretty much on the same road, where these two bodies were slain. Now, could she possibly be the murderer in the Hall Mills case? We don't know, because the Hall Mills murder is still unsolved to this day. But Chris, all hope may not be lost as far as identifying the pig lady. Do you want to know why? Do tell. Because... Apparently, there's a way to summons her. Legend has it, Chris, that if you drive your car down Roycefield Road to the aforementioned pig farm where the pig lady is known to have resided, and you get out of your car, start flashing your lights, honking your horn, and begin screaming for the pig lady, apparently, this will wake up the spirit of the pig lady. But that's not all you need to do. Apparently, you're supposed to go there with at least one other person, and then after making all this ruckus and calling her name, <laughs> one poor soul has to get out of the car and stay there while the other lucky bastard gets to drive off, go down to the end of the road, and then turn back. So all in all, this is supposed to take about five to ten minutes. As the driver is gone, the poor soul that was left here in front of Pig Lady Farm was supposed to encounter the Pig Lady herself. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up. From there, upon a return of the driver, the information can then be relayed to the driver, and then you can tell your story to the masses if you're lucky enough to make it out. <laughs> I would uh, hate to draw the short piggy on that one. <laughs> <laughs> this little piggy went down the end of the road. <laughs> this little piggy never made it home. Fuck out here with that. <laughs> But I guess we should give some accounts from locals as to what they know or have heard about the pig lady. And uh, Chris, there's quite a few of them on this weird New Jersey article. Would you mind picking one that you like and sharing it with us? Well, okay, here's one uh, called Cries of the Pig Lady. It is said that if you drive down Pig Lady Road at midnight... She will jump out in front of your car, making loud weeping noises. She weeps in shame of her disfigured face, and therefore only comes out at night. Well, I'll tell you what, I would never fucking go down there. <laughs> um, along Pig Lady Road, there are also stone walls. If you walk up to one of these walls and throw a penny backwards into a well... You could see her reflection in the water standing behind your back as you were looking down into the well. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so are they saying that you look like the pig yourself? Like, is your reflection that of a pig? No, they're saying that her, basically, if you're looking down into your reflection, her reflection shows up over your shoulder. Ooh, I don't like that. Like looking over you. So like then you do like a, a double back to look and there's nothing there. So you do a piggyback. 
<laughs> oh man, this this is really you are on fire. Today. Yes, this is terrible, Chris. But I would certainly not like that. No, not at all. That's like when you do the Bloody Mary thing in the mirror at night, where you're supposed to say her name three times, and then she like her face appears. Have you ever done that? I think I did. I said it one time, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> Dude, like, I mean, obviously, uh, I would think <laughs> that it's complete bullshit. There's no chance in hell you'd ever get me to do that. I wouldn't do it as a kid, and I certainly would not do it now. Because mirrors in and of themselves are just creepy. And you know how you can, like, look at yourself for an extended period of time, and you start to visualize that your face is changing, and you're kind of seeing things in a, a distorted fashion. And there, there's something actually called the, I think it's called the Troxler effect, and it's just an illusion. It's an optical illusion where you start to visualize things that are not there when just looking at yourself in the mirror for an extended period of time. So, I mean, you couple that with doing it in the dark and attempting to summons some kind of demon, that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, yeah, that's not something that I, I'm willing to, to try out. No. All right. So is that the end of this person's account? Apparently, if you, uh, you <laughs> is that what this person is saying that if you look into the well, you throw a penny into the well, the little pig will be behind you. <laughs> yes, not not three, not two, but one piggy. <laughs> All right. And that, that comes to us from Andrea R. OK. All right. Now, here's one, Chris, and uh, th this is one that we haven't touched on. And like I said, there are so many different theories as to who the pig lady is. And I I'm going to read you one from our man, Vinny. Just Vinny. No last name, Chris. And uh, the title of this one is called The Disfigured by Fire. Pig lady flees to woods. The old story I remember was that you're supposed to go down Pig Lady Road at night and find a red tree at the side of the road. You do something and the pig lady is supposed to come out chasing you. The pig lady was supposed to be an old maid of the Dukes who was injured during a fire at the mansion. A fire broke out and this woman was on the second floor and was abandoned by everyone else as they saved themselves. She fell from the second floor, disfiguring her face and disappeared to live in the woods on a Duke estate. So here we have uh, another story relating to this poor woman's disfigurement. And uh, this one involves a fire. And uh, as you can see with all these stories, they, there are minor little detail changes, but all in all, the common denominator is that this woman was grossly disfigured. So, I mean, if we're looking at all these theories, to me, it, it seems with that being the common ground of all these stories, that there was obviously someone who lived on this Royce Road that looked a little bit different than the rest of the townsfolk. Those physical attributes lent themselves to uh, the legend of this person becoming the pig lady. So Chris, as you had mentioned, oftentimes that these type of stories can lead to copycat attempts and Believe it or not, my friend Meredith, who requested this episode, she actually shared with me a story that happened to her in which she went down Pig Lady Road and was nearly kidnapped. Now, she gave me permission to read this verbatim, Chris, and uh, as I said last week, yeah, I'm a very talented voice actor, and uh, I'm going to take a minute to get into character and read it uh, from the mouth of Meredith herself. So, uh, here we go, Chris. My friends and I would often spend a Friday or Saturday night 
driving around, and we inevitably always wound up by the Duke Estate and Pig Lady Road. We would always follow the instructions, and we never saw her. Pig Lady Road was a long dirt road off the side of the main road, and there were no streetlights. There was a thick forest to the left that was super creepy. One night, my friend and I decided to go out to the road and try to summon her once more. This time, we parked, flashed the lights, honked the horn, and screamed her name. All of a sudden, a car shows up out of nowhere, right behind us. And because we were stupid teenagers, we got out of the car to meet the man who was walking up alongside. We couldn't see his car because the brights were on and he was kind of outlined by the lights so we didn't get a good look. But I swear, if you imagine an old farmhand in overalls and a big belly and muck boots, that was him. He asked us if we were okay and we said we just had some car trouble, but it was all okay now. He proceeds to tell us that he's a policeman and will drive us to town because it wasn't safe to be here alone. We insisted that we were okay and quickly ran back to the car and picked up the car phone, the old ones that barely worked. He sped off in a beaten up, rusted pickup truck like 100 miles an hour. We freaked out and called the real police. And that was the night I learned never to pull over and talk to someone who puts on blue lights or white lights only actually police car lights. I'm much smarter now, I think. I mean, I'm telling you, man, rule number one, never get out of that car. Yes, absolutely not. Especially this person claiming to be, you know, a, a police officer. And how many times do we hear that? I mean, that, that's happened quite a few times in some of these stories where people come up to you, attempt to, uh, they, they play the role of the nice guy or pretend to be a cop trying to help you and then all of a sudden you're kidnapped and never seen or heard from again yeah and this is unfortunately why uh, when anyone's ever broken down on the side of the road you know if you need help and you're on the side of the road it's a little iffy to to kind of take any help from somebody that you don't know or to stop for somebody that you don't know i gotta tell you i don't really have any trust in people to not do something sick, like lure them intentionally. Do you trust me? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> well, no, you're right, Chris. Just going back to Meredith's story for a second, you know, the inquisitive nature of being a teenager and, you know, this this lure of this urban legend, I, I could see why they went out and did it, but that's the thing with these cases. Who knows who's lurking out here? You know, you may have some freak that's obsessed with this case and knows that kids are going to be coming around all the time, attempting to do shit like this, and then at that moment in time, just jump out. This guy was probably lurking in the woods somewhere, watching these girls try to attempt to summon this pig lady. And unfortunately, if I'm in that situation, I think I panic and... Maybe not unfortunate for me, but the, the fat farmer guy, uh, I think I would have to turn him into road pizza, Chris, because I'm panicking at that point. <laughs> piggy pie. <laughs> A little piece of piggy pie on Pig Lady Road. <laughs> but Chris, I mean, let's put all this together and then we can get the hell out of New Jersey. We've been here for three weeks. Looking at all that we've talked about tonight, let's throw it all together in a bowl and uh, see what we think. I'm going to ask you first, what says you? What the hell do you think is going on down on Pig Lady Road? So I think the Pig Lady legend is bullshit. Um, I, I don't think any Pig Lady is showing up. 
I think there is a threat where you could find copycats or someone just trying to take advantage of a situation where they know people are going to test out this legend and see if it's true. That being said, though, I think there is some truth behind the story. And not to say that there was an actual pig lady that's walking around. I feel like a lot of these legends and stuff come from some sort of true story. So maybe there was an actual kid that was disfigured back then. And maybe maybe they called this girl, you know, pig face or, you know, pig girl or something. So I think maybe that, that part of it is true, you know, that that probably did happen. But I don't believe in the, the whole thing afterwards. Before you go asking me again to get your take, uh, Bill, I'm going to go ahead and ask you first. Uh, what do you think? This is two weeks in a row, uh, bud, that you've asked me. I, I think we've turned over a new leaf on this program, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm with you, man. I, I, I think that there obviously was uh, some poor child or individual that lived on a farm. Maybe they were disfigured to some degree, whether it be from a fire, like our man Vinny had said on WeirdNewJersey.com, or just born with uh, these unfortunate birth defects. Don't know, but I think through time and the way that these legends have a way of growing and getting out of hand, uh, all of a sudden this deformed person was so reclusive that anybody who walked past her property or attempted to mock her in any way ended up pig food for uh, lack of a better phrase, Chris. But uh, I, I think that the bigger problem that we have here, and like you said before, are the copycats. And, you know, I think anytime someone has a way of luring people out into a desolate area to do bizarre things to them, and what better spot than to uh, hide out in a location where you know people are going to be coming out by their lonesome in the middle of the night. In my opinion, Pig Lady Road is just a recipe for disaster. I personally would be uncomfortable walking down Pig Lady Road in the daytime, Chris. Never mind being at night. So, I'm going to say it. I mean, there, there's something going on, whether it be an actual person or some kind of dark force at play. I'm going to say that there definitely is something dark-spirited happening down on Pig Lady Road. Hmm. Well, I don't think I saw this coming. <laughs> no, neither did I. But no, I'm, I'm putting it all together here, Chris, and and uh, I'm going off of all these accounts and all these stories. So it makes me think that there has to be some kind of truth to it, albeit very small. Now, let me ask you, because you you're sounding quite brazen right now, Chris. <laughs> Would you be willing to go for a stroll down Pig Lady Road? Daytime or nighttime? You you pick your poison. Oh, daytime, that's a different ballgame. But, but you're I, by yourself. It's a long dirt road, Chris. And then, I mean, I don't even know if the pig farm is still functioning. I'm sure some of the buildings are there. And if they're there, they're dilapidated. Even though it's daylight, you're walking down there and there's nobody around. There's no one to help you. No one to hear you squeal. <laughs> well... That being said, if I did hear pig squealing while I was walking down, I would uh, I would probably run a good 50 miles per hour at that point. But um, I, I would go during the day, but at nighttime, absolutely not. There's not a chance in hell. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely, I'm not going in the daytime, and I'm sure as hell not going at night. So, uh, Chris, I mean, we're leaving this one up in the air. 
I don't know what to tell you. Chris, we have to get the hell out of New Jersey once and for all. We've been here for way too long and we are overstaying our welcome. So let me give the rundown and we can get the hell out of here. You want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Facebook, uh, Between the Cracks Podcast, Instagram, Between the Cracks Podcast, anywhere Between the Cracks, just go digging and you will find us. So without any further ado, what do you say we wish the fine, fine people out in podcast land the fondest? Oh.